Inspired by the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Outlook. A show about accessibility. Advocacy. And equality. I'm Brian. And I'm Carrie. Outlook. Radio Western. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Brian. This is Outlook on 94.9 Radio Western. It's Monday morning, uh, the 11th of February. I am now 35. Happy happy birthday. <laughs> we mentioned on the last show yeah. that it was your birthday. You'd be a year older by the time we did our next show, so yesterday was... But you like to point out day. that I'm now in my 36th year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a brother pointing you're not out 36 to, yet, to a sister how old I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's a math thing, like you said last night. Anyway, we're back on Monday morning for Outlook. And um, I guess February, there's a lot going on. Valentine Day, Valentine's Day comes up on uh, Thursday. We'll talk a little bit about um, that sort of subject, love and blindness, and how those two words seem to get thrown together a lot. But, Love uh, is blind, whatever that. Like, well, I know I know what that means, <laughs> but it's just a funny experience. Well, yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, anyway, first I wanted to just give a few updates uh, as to what's been going on lately. A few things I've mentioned. Uh, check in with you, Brian, about what's going on with you. Uh, you've been, you're on your last week. I guess today was your last day of that. Then. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, no, no. no. This it's is a, just Monday. <laughs> it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, what day? Am I, I haven't been going on the Fridays. This is where I'm talking about this. Transition support to employment seminar I've been going to. Uh, it's through Leeds, the Leeds Employment Services here in London. Great program that I've just started with over the last couple months. But they have this workshop, which is a lot of it's kind of, you know, going over goal setting, time management, a lot of sort of, I don't want to call it basic because it's important stuff, but it's some of the stuff you already know. But it, it's nice to be around a few other people who are looking for work and sort of just discussing this stuff. And it's really helped with my routine, as I've pointed out. I've been. Back in, got back into a routine of getting up at 7 a.m. every day and getting to bed at a good time, which is great preparation for once I do find a job sometime. And, yeah, it's the last week of that. So, yeah, I just came from there. Went, only went to half of it this morning because this show is also very important to do, so I wanted to didn't want to miss the show. But, yeah, you were sick a little bit last week, so you're just catching up from Yeah, that. you might be able to hear it in my voice a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I missed my radio show on Friday. Been a busy few weeks, plus, yeah, just feeling a little under the weather. Feeling a bit better today, so. Yeah, so that's what you've been up to. Hopefully there's some stuff on the horizon for the coming year. And uh, as for things, I've I've uttered a few of these things on the show the last few weeks, so I just wanted to give a recap of what's happened since. A, a week ago, exactly, wh- when we did this show, uh, after right after we um, finished the show last Monday morning, I got a message from a, a friend who lives just out of town here, who said, I heard you on the radio this morning. You sounded great. And I thought, oh, good. She found us yeah, here. Yeah, she found she this show. Cool. She must have just come across this channel. I don't know. That's good. Uh, and then I, I didn't think of any more of it, really, until you got home and you sent me a message that your um, orientation and mobility instructor through the CNIB, she heard me too, right? Yeah, yeah. She sent me a message, and she was the one who actually informed me originally about the 
the scams, we mentioned this briefly on the show. We're yeah. going to get more in detail a, a little bit here. A couple weeks ago, I talked about it. But. These people setting up in grocery stores saying that they were CFB, Canadian Federation of the Blind, and they, they were saying that they were raising money for the uh, organization when really they are scammers. So this this my orientation and mobility instructor is the one who sort of told told me about this sighting at Food Basics here in London at Highbury and... Oh, I'm blanking out right now. You have all the, the addresses memorized. On the street names, but but yeah, <laughs> the uh, the food basics in East London there that they were spotted there and it looked fishy. So she reported to me originally, and then last week commented that she had heard Carrie on the CBC discussing this, and she was happy to see that we'd reported this so, terrible yeah s- scam. She was glad about that too. Uh, so then it, it clicked that. Um, I had reached out to the CBC here in London uh, through a connection and uh, they uh, sort of interviewed me about the story and uh, which I'm not sure I mentioned here or not and I didn't know, I wasn't told when the story was going to be aired and I was kind of confused whether it was just going to be in print, online Um, but they did have, she recorded my my answers, uh, she said, for accuracy but I assume they could be used at some point for um, the live, for the clips uh, as well as quoting me in an article. So I was on the, yeah, I, I didn't hear the segment. So I don't know if anybody else did, um, but I'm glad that. Yeah, so it would have aired it. last Monday, like you just Monday said. Monday morning, like same, probably. Right, probably before our show. Between the London, 7 and 8 in the morning? Yeah, the London local CBC runs from 6 to 8.30 in the mornings here. Okay, 6 to 8.30. So it could have been any time in there. Yeah. So I was on there and uh, that's good. I know some people you have, when their routine morning in the, in the morning is to listen to, uh, you know, local radio morning shows, so that's good. And uh, then I was, um, I found out about the article um, being live uh, and published on the CBC London website, a CBC. Um, a friend actually found it first and shared it. And so then I found it and read it and thought, oh, there's quite a few of my quotes in there. So so that's good that, you know, the CBC is quite quite a big thing here in Canada and word can spread. And, and after actually after the show last Monday, we did try and reach out to um, the fraud unit at the police station, but we're trying to coordinate that with other scam, scammer sightings we've seen in other provinces. Um, but then we did go to one to the to the food basics, right? It was a, yeah. yeah, we went to the food basics that I just referred to. At so we had some flyers, then. which is what we have here, which is in the article. Um, they came directly from um, people who came across these these scammers set up in the stores and snapped a photo. You know, these days everybody can snap a photo. I don't. I don't see how you would feel comfortable setting up a scam when you know. You know, everybody records you these days and takes. Pictures. Yeah, these days it's back in the day you could get away with this stuff a little easier, but now yeah. it's you're gonna get caught in it. I mean, I'm a, I'm hoping it's not going on anymore. I haven't. We haven't heard any more reports since this. So this is definitely getting some awareness out there, which is important. And well, hopefully, my, it, yeah. My hope is that. Um, I guess I didn't know what, you know, the parameters are with these photos I had, but I, I did, they were taken fair and square in a public grocery store, and um, I put them on our Facebook page and shared them on, on social media. But getting them on the on the actual CBC and through the news that way, I think, is even more effective in some way. I mean, yeah. they both have their own But the point is that but... if there's actual um, pictures of these people, uh it helps. It's more than just reading some words and hearing that this is happening, that people have seen these people. They seem A picture's familiar. worth a thousand words. Yes, that's one of the expressions that <laughs> that I hate to think about sometimes. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> well, I can't see pictures, and I, I yeah. love words, but what, 
what am I supposed to do? But yeah, so for sighted people, pictures do um, tell a lot. So the pictures are out there now, which is which is good. Um, but yeah, we spoke to the grocery store specifically, and we brought these flyers with the pictures again, and sort of restating who we are and what we do and what we don't do as far as fundraising. And uh, the manager was really great there at Food Basics. He, um, once they could track him down, uh, busy guy, I guess. He, uh, they, apparently this had been reported already. And the the woman who was with him there, another employee, I guess, said she had seen seen these people, this woman specifically in the picture, and thought it looked suspicious. And the store had actually, he said, for the time being, they're not allowed, uh, won't allow anybody in the store to to set up like that and raise money. So there must have been some sort of word go around that that this you know wasn't totally trustworthy and didn't look. Legit, because you really should check this out, but it's not easy to do. Check people out and make sure it is, you know, the real legit thing. Legit or not. Yeah, yeah, so. So, yeah, if you want, did you want me to kind of go through a little bit yeah, of this just, article? Just yeah, you can read the headline there. It's so, the yeah, it's, if, if you want to research the article yourself as well to follow along, and it's also shared, well, I think you should... I don't know if you shared that on the Twitter yet. But yep. you should switch, yeah, so okay. So we're on Outlook, or we're on Twitter at Outlook CFB. So it's on there. I shared it. Yeah. And I thank the CBC for Morning Show and the CBC London for helping me get the message out. So, yeah, if you if you want to look it up, you can also just look up on Google. But the, the headline is Canadian Federation of the Blind war- warns of donation scams in grocery stores. So that was posted last week. Yeah, so they state right in the article, because they have photos in the article, but they want to make make it clear that they're from our Facebook page. Um, you know, but... Yeah, so... But they are. They've been at um, different grocery stores, basically, mostly. Yeah, officials said alleged scams have been spotted in London, Chatham, Ingersoll, and Winnipeg. So it's kind of like we mentioned before. Mm-hmm. It's been happening in Ontario and also in Manitoba. So it's... You know, definitely, definitely something to be to be on top of and be a little worried about. Yeah, because there's actual photos. If you take a look, that can clearly show the money they're collecting. And yeah, and it know, seems like they've they collected quite a bit. I'm not sure where that money's going <laughs> into their pockets. Into their own pockets, I would imagine. If you know whatever's going on behind the scenes, but so yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll read a little bit more and then we can, we'll discuss the Canadian Federation of the Blind is. Cautioning the public after nationwide reports of alleged grocery store scams involving people posing as non-profit officials to collect donations. Allegedly. You always got to add that word. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, gotta, you never know some of these sources that they're getting it, but, you know, we're reporting it, so. The CFB said reports of scams first started trickling in three months ago and ramped up in January. So, as we mentioned, there was a couple recent ones that we're referring to specifically. And yeah, it was quoted quite a bit in the article because she she talked to me for quite a while. So yeah, let me see if I can find a quote about it. Um, I don't know if you want to keep talking about it. You never did. You never ever contact the f- fraud through the police station. They um, gave us a number. Yeah, we're doing that with the um, sort of the president of the Canadian Federation of the Blind, and uh, you know, as an organization, we're trying to look into it with uh, other reports from. Because the president and a lot of some of the CFB people are out in, in, on the West Coast. Um, I'm not sure if anything's been spotted so much out in BC. Right. I'm but we're sure. kind of, you know, we're specifically focused on on local stuff here. So London, there have mm-hmm. been. And just to quickly describe, they do well in the article here. If you okay. don't get a chance to look at it, the um, 
the incidents have have uh, pretty much involved an individual behind a table that has a donation box and so-called CFB banner and some information sheets. The displays also include signs that show a person in a wheelchair with both a cane and a guide dog. Um, they don't mention it here. Maybe you're doing this quote coming up here, but yeah. that the there's no f- head in the photo, which just makes it look a little more graphic and intense. Um, but yeah, it, Carrie's quoted as saying, it's frustrating as a person who's trying to give back to wonder why people would do this, said Carrie Kajewski, secretary of the CFB Ontario chapter. Why greed? It's it's funny. She wrote, why space greed? Yeah, you would put why. I'm trying to edit the article now as a writer, but <laughs> why? Because I basically said, I mean, maybe it's hard to understand in the actual quote. I didn't hear the morning show, and I don't know which quotes they included. Yeah, there, it would have been interesting to hear the actual clip. And I maybe basically it's just, there, but yeah, I basically so just said, why? Like, why would they do this? But I answered my own question. Greed. Yeah. So, of can, course, I know the answer. It's just, it's hard for me to I know. And for honest people who would never do such a thing, it's hard to imagine. But there's all sorts of people out there, and not everyone is to be trusted. Carrie says in the article, we feel like it's harmful to our reputation. They're asking for money in a way that we don't do, and they're doing it with our name. Mm-hmm. We don't do it that way. So We don't yeah. do it that way. <laughs> and yeah, like like you point out and in, in, quoted in the article that our funding comes from online donations, you know, that people can seek yeah, out and do. People. Generous people. We don't, we don't hound people and say... Donate. We yeah, don't send we don't constant call, emails. We don't come to your door. Because you know. it's not really about that for us. I mean, we obviously appreciate the donations. Money helps send people to conventions and, you know, helps with travel and many things. But it's not, you know, we're we're here to work together and do the best we can with the little amount of money. So, Yeah, and I, I mean, I want to thank places like Canadian Tire who have given us a barbecue and propane and, there's, and a spot in their parking lot. So we can, um, you know, cook some food up in a, on a... a Saturday afternoon and feed some people and share what the Canadian Federation of the Blind is all about and um, just show that we are capable and we're trying to speak for ourselves after, you know, hundred you know hundreds of years of having, you know, sighted people raise money for us and, and speak for yeah, us. Yeah, standing by a table with a pitiful sort of image and versus us, like we held our that barbecue at Canadian Tire that carries just mentioned and you know a blind person did all the barbecuing and i as the treasurer for ontario handled all the money and you know people gave me five dollars for a hot dog and a um, sausage and i gave them change back you know it was all of us providing a service not just standing there kind of what was me give me money kind of thing so it's it's totally the wrong the wrong image that we want to portray from these scammers and just you know just be aware of it and if you see it Either tweet us at Outlook CFB or info at cfb.ca is a is the email. email Report it to the store manager right away. You know, it's something find that's got to stop. You can find us on Facebook, Canadian Federation of the Blind CFB. So that's how one of the guys found us. So, yeah, I mean, um, you can go to our website if you want to check out more about it, cfb.ca. Um, there's a lot of good stuff there. Find out more about us. For sure. I just like how I say, we don't do it that way. I don't mean to, you know, sound like I'm criticizing how others may do it. It's just, that's not us. So anyway, I I appreciate the CBC and I don't know, um, you know, what's going to happen with all this in the future. Yeah, luckily we haven't had any more reports since. And Mm -hmm. hopefully this, one of these scammers has seen or heard something about this or someone has told them and they're, they're a little bit, 
you know, shy about it now, or maybe they're not hmm. so eager to go out there and. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, other than that, I did notice that there were some sign, um, braille and tactile um, signs missing on some of the bathrooms uh, in certain buildings here. Yeah. So at last, Western. the last update was. Was was last week when you had that issue? Or was that two weeks ago? It was two weeks ago. I, I was looking at. I checked another. Um, the music. The um, what's that place called? Where I had my music lessons. <laughs> I forget the name of the building. Anyway, I checked multiple places to see what what the you know ratio was between labeled and not labeled, and some are and some aren't. And, you know, I don't quite know how that happened. Something fell through the cracks. So I did contact Western, and they put me through. I wasn't sure who to speak to. They put me through to um, someone, and I left him a message, and then he got back to me and said, nope, that's, you um, You want to talk to, um, so her name is Wendy Dickinson, and she is, um, I guess, the uh, associate, associate Director of Students with Disabilities here at Western. So hopefully he said, if I get a hold of her, she should be able to enter um, that issue into the system, and they should be able to update uh, that, which would be good. Because it's yeah, because you know where the bathroom. Yeah, you noticed that the some of the newer spots seem to have it, but the older areas don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of hit and miss, and it shouldn't be that way. It should be all bathrooms should be labeled mm-hmm. in Braille outside the doors to know which which gender the bathroom is for. And it just seems like an inclusive thing that should be should be obvious enough. Yeah. So those are our updates. Uh, so I guess the last. Yeah, we're down to our last ten minutes, ten minutes of the or show. so. So let's Time I guess flies. move on to. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a tough subject sometimes. It's kind of like uh, employment. When you're blind, uh, there are barriers to some, some of these things, and it can get difficult to talk about and difficult to navigate the employment world just like it is to um, navigate the world of romance. Uh, but Valentine's Day is coming up, so I thought we could at least touch on it here for a few minutes. Yeah, it's like like you point out, comparing the dating and and that and that type of thing to job searching is kind of similar in some ways and <laughs> yeah well these dating sites these days you basically or when you're on a date sometimes some dates go like you're doing a job interview <laughs> right well, that's your resume. a good comparison yeah so and i also i feel like another comparison is and i mean it's different for ev- in everyone's situation but things can be a little harder when you when you can't see and like, well, a picture is worth a thousand words, right? So what is it when you see a person and you're attracted to them or you're not attracted or, you know, you, you know, love, lust, whatever, all these things, love at first sight, whatever you want to think of it as, you know, if you can't see that person, then you rely on other things, which are, are just as valid and reliable, but it's just, it's one less thing you have to go on. And I feel like, I mean, not everyone is in the same situation, but it's kind of one of those things as a teenager, a lot of people ha- have girlfriends or boyfriends or, you know, start dating and same with jobs. A lot of people in high school have a job, whereas I didn't go through either of those in high school. So I, it, it gets tough. The older you get without ever having a job or ever being in a relationship, it seems like, I mean, in some ways it's 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 better because you're more mature and you feel like you could mm-hmm. make these decisions differently. You come at it from a different perspective if you're 20, right. 25 or 30 versus 15. Or but at the 20. same point, you don't have that younger, sort of more innocent experience to draw from. So yeah. it seems a little harder to sort of get into this stuff when you're already 30 and a lot of people are already in relationships or a lot of people are like, you're looking for a job and they say, what's your previous experience? You're like, well, I've never worked anywhere. <laughs> it doesn't um, always inspire confidence, I guess. 
<laughs> but it's you know it's it's a, no fault of your own you you do your best and it's all just what you come across and that's why it is good when you are blind to get out in the world and mingle with all kinds of people but it's not easy when people all around you your friends are you know in relationships and and you are just struggling to figure out how you how you know when you're attracted to somebody and how you you know men versus women the roles that we still play in society you know if you're a male you know the one to ask someone out or um be the you know be the not the aggressive one but the you know <laughs> it's different different roles come up and and you have to navigate that but i just think getting into the whole thing about quickly blind you know these terms like love is blind and on a, going on a blind date it's like turning a blind eye all these expressions you can look at them however you want i i just can't settle on how i feel about it <laughs> um you know love is blind or love at first sight what does that mean it, it doesn't really mean anything you know when you get down to it but um yeah i mean i've had more dating experience than, than Brian and and he's had more experience socially in other ways and and we just sort of struggle a little bit and I mean people struggle for many different reasons mental illness other family issues you know how you were raised and and you know what the bachelor right now on on tv which I don't watch but I hear I keep an eye on cultural stuff. Apparently, he has been a football player, and he says he is a virgin because he was focusing on football. And you just think a guy who's so good looking, they'd make him the bachelor. Um, what you know? What's up with that? But you know, we got to sort of learn not to be so judgmental and sort of cookie cutter about what we th- expect of people at different ages. And me turning thirty-five, I start to wonder, you know what am I doing and what has my past taught me and do I have as much experience as I would like even or think I have or and I don't you and I try to help each other with that sort of thing but it's you know it's a little tricky when it's a brother brother and sister (laughs) and it's 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 like one of those things where it's I mean it's kind of like a job too but that stuff everyone's situation is so different that it's, it helps to get advice from people and discuss it with people but really you could do that at nauseam yeah really you just have to take risks and go out on your own and just try your best and do what you can do and you know it's nice na- these days that they do have these options I mean still there are still a lot of people who I think who frown on online dating well, you and tried stuff. it and you don't frown on it but you struggled with it well it's something that you got to be really persistent with and, and still the, the job thing came up with that for you still there's an ideal situation of you know meeting someone in in regular life yeah ideally you'd like to meet them. it seems a little more more unique that way and organic and sort of natural but i mean you gotta you gotta take all these these options into account and you you can't just give up on one or shy away from one and this online thing sort of in some ways could be a, is a benefit because it's you know it's when you can't see it's hard to harder to make eye contact or like look at someone a certain way that they yeah, might it's like this beautiful image you know you cut catch someone's eye from across a crowded room or bar or you know social event and you lock eyes and it's supposed to be so magical and you know you don't have that and then you feel like people are afraid to approach you and even get to know you um they see your cane they don't see you you know they they've never known a blind person so they don't would never consider that maybe they that you would be someone they might want to date uh, but you know when you ha- do struggle sometimes to get your life together it is hard to 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 have a steady relationship because you know like we say those two things feed work with each other sometimes so and then sort of the idea that about 
someone f- being uncomfortable to approach you. Growing up, like back, back, uh, back in the day, I was more like I don't know if I'd want to date someone who was blind, just mm-hmm. because someone who could drive or you know someone who could see would maybe make things a little easier instead of two nice, blind people. But-, but now with our over the last couple of years, kind of getting more involved with the blind community with the. Canadian Federation of the Blind and stuff. I've met people at these conventions in or- in Orlando, like just all sorts of people, not specifically for dating, but I just mean people in general. And you start to realize like, you know, we do have this thing in common and I'm not going to take one side or the other. I'm not opposed to dating someone who's blind or who's sighted. And I think my views towards that have sort of changed a bit over the last few years, sort of interacting more with blind people and realizing that that, is, that does give you something... I mean, you obviously want more things in common than, than just the blindness, but mm-hmm. it does have something that you can relate to the person in that you know you can't with the average person. So it's it is sort of an extra little bonus, and you know it's not such a scary thing to imagine two blind people being together as it maybe was for me. Yeah, but it's all just takes time to realize these things. I mean, with the updates we did earlier in the show, we you know we sort of crammed this topic into the last few minutes and sort of quickly talked talked about a few different things. I mean, I do want to put it in 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 the people's minds that you know a term like love love is blind. It's sort of referring to like when you fall in love, you're you're kind of you kind of get stupid. You don't see a person, but it's just basically that you don't see a person, maybe their faults or their real you know their real intentions because you're blinded by love um, or lust or whatever. And you know that could be taken any number of ways. It it can sort of make the word blindness seem like a negative thing. That's my only issue with it, but. Um, but and I that, mean, that's always a tough one because mm. that's the interpretation that I, I mean, I mean, I know a word can have an effect, but it is also sort of your interpretation, whereas yeah. a lot of people might, wouldn't necessarily wouldn't think about think it that it. way. And that's fine. And that's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. It's just, I just want to have the dialogue. That's all. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. So happy Valentine's Day, uh, Thursday for anyone who's in love. That it's great. It's a great thing to be. <laughs> Um, but we will be back next Monday, and we have a lot more topics. Maybe uh... yeah, next Monday is Family Day, which I kept forgetting oh, about. But okay. I, um, well, I'm assuming we're still going to be be on air. I, I am, if you are. Well, we're family, and we're both blind, and that's what we're. That's part of what Outlook is all about. And we might have a special guest. I don't know if we can convince this person to be on the show, but hopefully we can. Yep. So again, find us on Twitter at Outlook CFB, <laughs> and we um, we'll see you next time. You didn't want me to mention this potential special guest? <laughs> well, you can. I just don't want to promise more than we can deliver. Oh, okay. <laughs> we do like our well, special guests on Outlook, though. Yeah, we'll find out, I guess, if that comes to fruition or not. So check in next week or, or whatever and see if, if, he, if he comes or does. And yeah, there's also some uh, other news maybe for the following week after that, two weeks from today, Ooh. which... See, I'm some people say on social media, hint. don't say ta- this stuff, but sometimes I think you gotta. Yeah, I like the little preview. It's people that. coming back. We got exciting stuff coming up on the show anyway, so stay tuned See to 94.9 Radio Western at Outlook CFB on Twitter. Bye. Have a good week. Mm-hmm.